Hello and welcome to the Homeowner Prep Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Alon, and this podcast was created to provide real-world advice and accountability for first-time homebuyers. We'll be interviewing industry experts, providing some how-tos, and talking with first-time homebuyers about their personal experiences. If that sounds interesting to you, please be sure to subscribe, and if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to hit the little bell to be notified when new episodes release. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hello and welcome to the Homeowner Prep Podcast. I'm Eric Halan, and today we're going to be actually talking about a topic that I've uh, recently had some conversations about, and that's should you break your rental agreement or your lease in order to buy your first home? So I know this comes as kind of a moral decision, if you would, um, you know, trying to stay true to your word. Yes, you've signed an agreement saying that you're going to stay in a place, whether it be a year Um, six months, whatever the case may be, but now you're ready to buy a home and you're qualified to go out and buy a home. So you have a decision to make. Should you break your lease or should you stay put and then start your home search as you get closer to the end of the lease? So I'm going to talk about a few things that you should know in making that decision. Obviously, every situation is going to be different, but I'll give you a few pointers just to kind of help you understand when's a good time, Um, some do's and don'ts, if you would, that'll help you understand exactly if you should make that decision. The first thing you have to do is you have to be able to review the lease that you have. So get the paper copy or electric copy of it, go through it and really dig deep into it. Find out if there are any clauses in your current lease that would allow for early termination. Find out what are the details of the termination process. Um, If you early terminate, what are you on the hook for as far as monetarily? Um, and then also finding out some different details as to, you know, if you can maybe sublease the property, things of that nature. There are some contracts, some rental agreements that will allow you to sublease your place to somebody else. And so that's one way that you can kind of get out of the lease so you can go and buy a house, but then you can rent it to somebody else. Um, or if there's an early termination fee, it'll be listed in the actual agreement itself. So that is definitely the first thing to do. Dig it up find that lease, go through all the details in that lease and make sure that you know you understand what is the early termination clause of this agreement. The second thing you might wanna do is actually find out from your circle of friends, family members, if there's somebody who's looking to rent a place like yours. So if you're in say a single family home that you're renting, it's a three bedroom, two bath, reach out to your network. Um, in some tight rental markets, it can be really easy for you to find somebody to uh, take over your lease. And if that's allowed by the landlord, then that might be an avenue for you. Because early uh, replacement um, is, seems to be a better alternative to just canceling the lease because now you're doing the due diligence and actually finding somebody for the landlord and just putting them in to fulfill the remaining time left on the lease itself. So they will move right in into that the remaining term of the lease. So they wouldn't necessarily sign a new one, but then they could sign a new lease at the end of that term. Chances are the landlord is going to want to raise the rents incrementally after the term of that lease. And that's why they would do that. So they wouldn't offer a brand new lease, but they would just replace um, you as the, the tenant and then just have somebody fulfill the remaining term of that lease. The next thing you can do is actually another alternative. The landlord cannot charge two people for one place. So with that being said, you can actually find, you know, have the landlord market the property 
you know, they can, you can give them permission to go ahead and market the property, let them know what you plan on doing, um, that you're in the process of buying a home. Um, and that, you know, especially as you get into escrow, it might be a really good time to let them know, Hey, you know, I found a place, you know, we got a 30 day move in 60 day, whatever the case may be. Um, and I'm, I'm going to go ahead and terminate early, but I want to give you time to find a new tenant. And so what you can do is give them permission to go ahead and market the property, help them, you know, make it photogenic, you know, have it set up so they can come and take some photos um, because you're going to want to have a replacement. So that way you're not on the hook for that lease. And if you do, if the landlord is able to find somebody who's going to rent the place at the same rate that you were paying, then they can charge them and not charge you. They cannot charge two people for one space. So there may be an opportunity for you to help the landlord and just say, hey, you know what? This is my plan. I'm making a move and I want to be able to help you find somebody so that that way the remaining term of this lease um, can be in place, you know, so there's no uh, vacancies, if you would. This is a, a good method of, you know, making sure that you're kind of not leaving on bad terms because um, as I have these conversations with folks, the biggest thing is they want to honor their word. And I understand that, you know, hey, I signed this lease. I want to stay put. Um, you know, I want to honor what I signed on for. But in all honesty, when you're in a position to buy a, a home as a first time home buyer, you got to take advantage of that opportunity. Buying a home and getting qualified to buy a home is not guaranteed. In fact, things can change overnight. And so if you are able to get qualified, get out and buy a home, you should take full advantage of that no matter what your current rental status is because you're going to find that there's more opportunities for you to lock in a place of your own, build up the equity and things of that nature, um, and let that offset the cost of even if you had to pay to terminate your lease. And that's really the next point that I want to make. When you're in an appreciating market, this is even more important. As home prices are going up, you have to take into consideration that the homes that you're looking at are going to go up in value every single month. And so you're actually costing yourself by waiting to the end of the term of your lease. And so let's say you're six months out from the end of your lease and you're qualified to go out and buy a home. You're going to want to get out and go do that because let's say home prices are going up 10% a year. Well, that's 5% in six months. You know, what are home prices going to look like? at the end of your lease versus what they are now. So let's say you had a termination fee of $5,000. You know, you had to pay out the rest of that, that, that lease or, you know, early termination fee, whatever the case may be. But home prices in that six month time are gonna be up $25,000. Well, now you see the benefit, right? So you wanna go ahead and, and buy the home with the current rate, because again, if you're in not only an increasing market, but if rates are going up around you as well, then, you know, that's something to consider as well. You know, what are your payments going to be? So you look at it and say, okay, it'll cost me $25,000 to wait to the end of the term of this lease versus paying five, six, $8,000 now to go ahead and terminate the lease and, and move out and buy my place. So definitely take that into consideration. Again, it's not a one size fits all. You know, there are different circumstances, different rental agreements, different states. If you're in the need to really dive deep into your lease and your rental agreement and these um, second eyes, you know, to kind of look it over, or even if you need to talk to a real estate attorney or a realtor in your area, definitely reach out to us. I mean, we love to help you make that decision and do a cost benefit analysis because at the end of the day, like I said, you could be costing yourself a lot more money 
trying to honor a rental agreement than just paying an early termination or using some of the other tips that we talked about as far as finding a replacement or, you know, finding somebody else to take over your lease. So, you know, do yourself a favor and really get to the nuts and bolts, find out what's going on in that agreement and then see who can help you kind of make your way out of that rental agreement and to your first home. So again, if you have any questions, definitely don't hesitate to reach out to us. It's not a one size fits all. We want to make sure that you have the answers that you need in order to make an informed decision. You can always reach out to us on Instagram, send us a direct message at homeowner prep, and we'll love to answer any questions and help you through that process. I hope you got some valuable information from today's episode. Remember, you know, as you sign on to a lease, look at the cost benefit analysis, look at, you know, your opportunity, your window of opportunity to buy a home and take full advantage of that. Don't let that lease hold you back. And as you got some great information in this episode, hopefully you can share it with those that you know. And until next time, be blessed. I hope you got some value from today's episode. If you know someone who could benefit from hearing this show, be sure to share it with them. And if you're listening to the podcast, we'd love for you to drop us a review. We'd also love to hear from you if you have any questions. So reach out to us on Instagram at homeowner prep. Who knows? We may read your review and answer your question on one of our future shows.